to have a partner or to have people and relationships in your life that give you and you can receive love from in a way in which supports your growth, that's another conscious love language. So if you cannot give love and if you cannot receive love in the way that you need, in the way that fulfills you and in the way that's fulfilling to the other person, you can't have a healthy, happy, functional relationship. Most of us are looking for hope, answers to the madness, certainty that we'll be okay, and someone safe to help guide us through the most challenging parts of our lives. In a world that's changing and evolving every single day where chaos, uncertainty, and cycles we never chose wreak havoc on our lives, it's easy to feel lost hopeless and scared of what the future will hold. Evolve Ventures is here to provide that hope, direction, and data-driven strategies to growth-minded human beings just like you every Monday and Thursdays, where each new episode is filled with vulnerable stories, interesting lessons, and simple tools you can use that will help you evolve into the person you were always meant to be. My name is Amelia. And I'm Bianca. And as the co-founders of Evolve Ventures, we are so grateful to be a part of your evolution. Let's get into it. Hey, everybody. It's Bianca. And it's Amelia. Welcome to another episode of Evolve Ventures, where we are helping growth-minded humans evolve by breaking one limiting belief at a time. We hope you enjoyed the last episode, number 244, understanding your anxious attachment. For today, number 245, Motivation Monday, what are your love languages? I think at this point, every single one of us has probably heard of the concept of love languages, so we're not going to be saying anything new on this episode today. But what we are going to be diving into is what are the known love languages and what are some ones that you probably haven't thought of and what's the impact that that is having on you. So we are going to be diving into that and um, um, because of your expertise in this arena and all of the studying and the knowledge that you have done, I am going to have you lead this episode yeah. So how do you want to dive in? Okay. So let's jump in as to like, why, why are these important? Why are these going to be important for you? Again, this might be a refresher for many of you, but I also think that a refresher isn't such a bad thing, especially when the time when this is going to be launching, it's going to be, you know, right around the hol- mid holidays section. And I think it's important for us to remind ourselves, what are our most important ways in which we give and receive love. So essentially, that's what high-level love languages are. And keeping that top of mind is actually a really empowering skill that I feel not a lot of people um, continuously revisit until it's they're in a pinch or they're in a challenging time in their life or um, you know they're struggling in a relationship. They start to really focus the the magnifying glass over in this arena so what i'm advocating for in this monday episode for each one of our listeners is to keep this front in mind what your love languages are and what are the top three to top five that are important for you to keep in mind and keep fulfilled it's kind of like a cup when every time i see you know whether it be a couple or someone that is in a relationship or just recently got out of it it's always revisiting this. How do I aspire to give 
and more importantly, receive love. That's an answer that I want all of our all of our listeners really reflecting upon throughout this episode. So by the time you walk away or click away from this episode, going into your Monday, you're going to breathe a little bit more into what it is that you love. What is the lingo that your partner or even yourself should be speaking when it comes to receiving love? And what are those top five that we've heard? And then what are some of the other ones that maybe we haven't heard too, too much about? So when it comes to the love languages, we all know, and if we don't, this is going to be fun. Uh, when we give and receive love, there has been a lot of work that's been done in how do humans typically give and receive love? What are some of the foundational things as human beings that we all know we love to do, right? And Gary Chapman, the one that originally kind of claimed this term love language, he essentially, as a marriage counselor, found that there's some top fives. So number one, quality time, right? When you love spending time with someone or you really love sharing space and time with your partner. Physical touch, number two, you know, you love to hold hands, you love PDA, you really love maybe like a nice cariño is what it's called in Portuguese on your arm, which is just caressing your arm or maybe like a nice head rub. I love me a good foot rub, right? Number three is words of affirmation. Mm, it feels good to be seen and externalize that by your partner. So baby looks so cute today. I love your hair. Oh, Bianca, your the way your eyes are just singing and the happiness, right? Like things like that, words of affirmation that someone on their own accord gives you oh, feels so, so good to receive that type of love. The fourth is acts of service. So, you know, struggling to get all of the things done that you're trying to get in the day. Okay, what's one small act of service that your partner or someone that you care about can do for you that can make you feel a little bit lighter in the, in the weight of the load that you carry every single day? So it could look like moving the laundry from the washer to the dryer. It could look like, you know, getting you a coffee and starting the Keurig in the morning, like little tiny acts of service make you feel loved and seen and appreciated, right? And the fifth one that we tend to know is gifting. So, you know, I got you a cute little rose at the end of the day, totally random. Or on your birthday, I got you a, like 10 different gifts that are thoughtful and meaningful. A lot of people love to receive gifts, right? So those are the top five love, langu love languages that we oftentimes hear a lot about. But what we found in something that Alan and I do, my partner, he and I do, and Bianca has been such an advocate for this, and it has been profound the amount of people that we've been able to impact in this, is where we shift a little bit more away from the norm. Because if you're listening to this podcast, Evolve Ventures podcast, you are likely wanting more. You're wanting to dig a little bit deeper. You're wanting to understand yourself at a different level than probably your peer group is. Right. So although the love languages has brought a certain level of self-awareness to you, there's always a layer deeper that we go out of all ventures. And what we found, Alan and I, is after examining a lot of through hundreds of hours of coaching calls with different couples and conscious singles who want more out of life to give and receive more love, we found that there's actual love languages that no one's talked about. One of them I know Bianca and I shared deeply is deep conversations. And if you're growth oriented, this might give you a huge sense of validation. You always crave to go deeper, but yet you found yourself only being at the surface with relationships, with your intimate partner, with your family. They could only stay on the surface, right? 
when it comes to another one that we don't really talk about, when you have big goals and dreams or even just small goals and dreams, to have a partner or to have people and relationships in your life that give you and you can receive love from in a way in which supports your growth, that's another conscious love language. So these are a couple that I want to bring into the fold because we tend to have these overlooked. And what if your number one love language was deep conversations? And because it didn't quote unquote fit into the box of what we currently know, you aren't tapping into the love in which you want to give and the love which you desperately crave to receive from others. What is the love that you're leaving on the table? And that's a thing that I really want to just make sure that we we talk about in this episode because B, I know you and I, once we saw this list, which we're going to link in the show notes of the 25 conscious love languages, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. We're a little bit deeper than just the five, you know, and that's really been liberating. So. Have you ever found yourself wishing that you could find other growth-minded people like feeling stuck and alone because the people around you aren't on the same path as you? We have been there and this is why we created Out of the Mud. It's a free live virtual event hosted the last Wednesday of every single month. This event is a safe space to hear new ideas, take away simple, tangible tools and connect with other people just like you without the pressure of needing to engage, turn on your camera or worry about judgment. We all give and receive love differently and we all have different needs and you cannot have a fulfilling positive relationship any type of relationship whether it's an intimate relationship friendship family relationship business relationship if you don't understand what your needs are If you can't communicate your needs, if you can't ask for your needs to be met, which if you're listening to this show, that's probably a big one for you. And if you're not meeting the needs of the people around you. So having a healthy adaptive relationship, it is it really is this symbiotic yin and yang giving and receiving. So if you cannot give love and if you cannot receive love in the way that you need, in the way that fulfills you, and in the way that's fulfilling to the other person, you can't have a healthy, happy, functional relationship. It just won't work. If you're just give, 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 but your needs are never being met, you're going to end up feeling resentful. And if you're just take, 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 you're never going to feel like the relationship is equal mm-hmm. and the other person is probably going to end up being resentful. So when you can start to understand what is it that I need and learning to be okay with that, because I think that that's another component of it too. Like, oh, I shouldn't need gifts. I'm probably so selfish because of that. Yeah. That's not necessarily what that means. That's how you receive love. Mm. That's what you need in order to feel loved. None of these are good or bad. None of them are better or worse than the others it's what's right for you and how can you go about getting that need met and allowing that to be okay so one of my big ones 
is words of affirmation, probably because I've never gotten it. Mm. Like even as a kid, I never really got words of affirmation in none of my relationships. I've really ever gotten it. So it is a big need for me. Like, tell me I'm pretty. Tell (laughs) me I'm beautiful. Tell me I have like the nicest butt you've ever seen. (laughs) And like, tell me I'm amazing. Like it's, it's okay. I, I acknowledge it. That's what I need. And that's okay. Mm. Another big one for me is physical touch. Yeah. So, you know, while you're telling me my butt is amazing, you can rub my back or like <laughs> hold me or kiss me, like whatever. I'm being playful, but mm-hmm. it's it's okay. It's to let it be known that it's okay. Yeah. That's Those are two of the ones that I need in deep conversations. If I can't talk to you, If we can't sit there and like really have deep conversations about like why people do what they do or just different things in the world, like (laughs) I can't, I can't can't do it. Yeah. And that's okay. For sure. Because I also know that I am extraordinary at giving love. Mm. And I know that whoever I'm having any sort of relationship with, I will meet their needs because I'll ask. Because I understand that it has to be both. I have to give love and I have to be able to receive it. Mm-hmm. And that those are both beautiful and it's okay. So important. And I'm glad you mentioned that. I was on a coaching call recently where we actually went through one of my coaching clients' syntax of their human needs. And it's so common for so many people to run the narrative unless they get interrupted by a coach or a therapist or whatever, right? Someone that actually wants to see them win and succeed and actually be fulfilled in that journey, right? When you actually recognize that my number one need is this, not the narrative that I've been telling myself the whole time, right? And this client, for example, was growth and contribution. uh, I'm sorry, love and belonging. And there was an unconscious part that really got activated in accepting, just like accepting what our love sharing, love language needs are. There's an uncomfortable feeling with that initially because for so long, for whatever reason and whatever component, there was a message likely induced in our entire evolution that the way in which we are supposed to be giving and receiving love isn't necessarily what's right for us. And there's, I find time and time again with people, they come up against not really feeling um, deserving of honoring what their love languages are. So for me, for example, what I learned and just like this client, what I've learned over time by being able to give myself this permission slip that these are my love languages and this is the right order. Number one is growth. When I didn't give myself, I would enter time and time again, just like this past client into relationships that just were not aligned, whether that be intimate relationships or colleagues in the workplace if that wasn't a shared thing or if someone didn't have the capacity to enter in growth conversations or just even have remote growth orientation, I know that that wouldn't be a relationship that I could actually meet my needs in. And by no one's fault or the other, I just needed that level of self-awareness. And the second one for me was health and fitness. I would always be that person that would be like, all right, how can we, how can we get a workout out of this? Or like, how can we challenge our bodies? Or like, the person on Thanksgiving morning going to a marathon because like, you know, like I'm recognizing that, you know, the compound effect of all my plates of food are definitely going to add up. So might as well take care of our body in action. Right. So like I was that type of person that in order to have my needs met, love looked a little bit different 
right, than maybe the average person or the person that I compared myself with And when it comes to relationships, just like this client. They told themselves a story because of their upbringing that the way in which their needs were met and their love language was spoken was not the actual reality once she was able to give herself that permission slip to pause, to reflect, and actually communicate in the language where love was able to be authentically and organically given and received. Okay, so Mm. for all of our listeners, give yourself the permission slip to reanalyze. And not from the frame of, well, what what do I think, right? You know it. It's just a matter of having someone unlock that knowing to give yourself that courage to lean into what love languages are your top three. What are your top five? Because oftentimes we won't admit that to ourselves nor to others because of the fear of not being loved, the feel, fear of not being worthy, the fear of not being good enough, right? All of those fears start to boil up, which is why we don't claim our top three and move in accordance with that. So I hope all of our listeners took a little bit of a golden nugget away. We have the link in the show notes to really look at some of the top 25 that we have seen for conscious couples. And it's a actually activity sheet where you can um, really rate partner one, partner two, if you happen to be in a partnership, you know, where are you at in this? And what is the level of importance for quality time or physical touch or whatever whatever that is for you. And it's really fascinating because you finally give yourself that permission slip to admit that. And that can unlock a whole new world for you. Hmm. What's your episode suggestion? My episode suggestion for our listeners is 217, which is another motivation Monday, how to do more things you actually enjoy. You? 232, why you need relationship standards. Solid. All right, everybody. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Happy Monday. Go crush your week and we will see you next time bye everyone bye we know firsthand how important it is to have a safe space with people who support and celebrate your evolution that's why we created our free live virtual event called out of the mud that we host the last wednesday of every single month 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so that while you venture into new territories of your growth, you can get in a room with others who are too. Extraordinary topics with evolved people. That's what this event is all about. What's great too is that you don't even need to have your camera or mic on. You can just listen in. Click the link in the show notes to register for the next topic to kickstart your growth. Be on the lookout for our IG lives that we host every Friday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is a place where you can connect with us live and in a fun, lighthearted way. We are also in the process of rolling out group coaching and online courses, and these are sure to help you evolve into a greater version of yourself. If this episode resonated with you or you heard something you know will help you evolve, Please share it with someone you love and care about, team members across the world, or someone who you believe deeply could benefit from joining this discussion. This content is intended for information purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional counseling or psychotherapy, medical advice, diagnoses, or treatment, and does not constitute medical or other professional advice. 
names and identifiable personal details mentioned in respective podcast episodes and stories may have been changed to protect personal privacy and identity. Thank you.